Hello, my friends. So this is a very spontaneous episode, and I'm sitting outside on my porch just with my phone. So I hope that you can hear me clearly. If not, I apologize. The quality might not be the best, but I feel like the information that I'm going to give might be a little bit better. So I don't have any notes. This is just coming from my my brain right now. But it's um, a season that I'm currently in that I have made a lot of re- revelations about that I hope will be helpful for at least one person. And this is for when you are feeling some kind of anxiety about what you need to do in your life or what you want for yourself, whether that's your business or starting a new business, how to parent better, having better relationships, whatever it is that you you know have doubts about or confusion about and it's giving you anxiety, you might even feel a little disconnected from yourself. You don't trust yourself to make these decisions in these areas. I have found myself in the situation uh, multiple times, especially lately. I feel like my brain literally does not have any more room to think and I am consuming, consuming, consuming. I'm listening to podcasts, reading books, and then social media. That's a whole other element. But it has just kind of overwhelmed me. Everything has overwhelmed me. And something that I realize lately is we are so used to being on social media that we don't realize how disconnected we become from ourselves largely due to being connected on social media. Now, we use social media for a lot of different reasons or, you know, as I'll I'll also mention podcasts, books, things like that. We use these things to fill a void of boredom. We use these things to see, seek out answers for something. That's a large reason why I use all of these different elements is I need an answer for something and I don't trust myself enough to find that answer. And I mean, that isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, if you want to improve your business, for instance, obviously, reading a business book or a podcast can do you some good. But it can only do you some good when you actually take what you've learned first and then put it into action. But I think that, you know, just this is kind of a side, I feel like we start to lose even more trust in ourselves when we um, when we consume too much and don't take action because then we're not seeing results and we're thinking, well, I'm putting all this work and learning but nothing is happening. Well, it's because you are learning so many things at once and you're not taking action on any of them. So this is just kind of a side to that. You know, if you are consuming things to figure something out, I highly recommend learn one thing and then don't consume anything else and put that one thing into practice for 30 days. What I, I don't know you know, what that could be for you. Maybe you are trying to um, build a following on your business, social media, and you listened to a tip from a business expert on a podcast, you know, before diving into the next thing about sales or about marketing, you know, before diving into those, work on what that person, that advice that that person gave you for 30 days and then move on to the next lesson. And then that's going to build a lot more confidence in you because you're going to start seeing results. And not only that, but you're going to be a lot less overwhelmed because our brains can only 
hold so much information. It can't hold all of it. And if we try to stuff all this information in there, then it's going to overwhelm us. Now, when it comes to social media specifically, this is what happens, okay? Say we get bored, or we think that's the reason that we're getting on social media. We get bored, we hop on social media, we're trying to get that dopamine fix, and we're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, not even knowing what we're looking for. We're just hoping that something gives us some feeling of happiness. We're just, we're just hoping for just anything, Sometimes we don't really find it. That's why we keep scrolling because we're still looking for that one thing. Well, this eventually leads us to become disconnected from ourselves because we are not actually thinking about what we need and we're hoping that something else that is out of our control can fulfill that need. And that becomes a really dangerous habit to get into. And I think Goodness, most of us are in that habit. So that's one way that we become disconnected from ourselves because we're not able to know what it is that we actually want. We're hoping that something else can tell us. Now, I don't think scrolling sometimes is a terrible thing. I think sometimes it is okay to just numb out and do that, obviously. But I think where the problem lies is when we make it a priority for ourselves. I think that we need to put more of an emphasis on learning more about ourselves without the influence of anything or anybody else so that we can learn exactly what we need to fulfill our needs and self-soothe and entertain us. And that brings me to my next thing. We can lose sight of ourselves and what we need by scrolling social media because now we are, we're filling our brains with the influence of 7 billion other people all at once. I mean, we are now looking at so many different lifestyles, personalities, advice from people. Obviously, there's jokes and humor. And our our brains are becoming crowded by other people. And we are crowding out our own thoughts, our own personality, our own wants and needs. We can also become a little jealous or think that something is missing from our lives because the thing is, and I, I, I think people on social media are becoming a little better at being more vulnerable and sharing those sides of them. But still, for the most part, most of social media is, is going to be showing you the best parts of somebody. Okay. If you think of TikTok, for instance, and you see, I, I can think of one, I'm not going to say their name, I can think of one married couple that's on there that shares all of their, the the cutest and best and most romantic and fun parts of themselves. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't think that we need to go on social media and just complain about our marriage or our lives or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying when we consume ourselves with that and we don't see the negative side, then we feel like something is wrong with our lives. Or we see these travel bloggers and their life just looks so fun and exciting. And we don't see, you know, travel bloggers, for instance, they actually, you know, being a social media, I guess, content creator, you, you can say that or whatever. I mean, th- that is technically what I do, I guess. Um, you know, you only see that 15 seconds of pure bliss, but you don't see the hours that it took to put in to that 15 second video or 
you know, just all the, the hurdles that they went through. So you just think, wow, life really could be that fun and easy. Something's wrong with mine. The other thing that happens, and this is a big part for me. So to be absolutely vulnerable and honest, because I'm a real person and this is just my life. But if I don't share this parts of me, you know, then that's not helpful for me to accept. And it's not helpful for anybody that I hope to maybe help. But I do struggle with codependency issues. Um, I know exactly why. I know where it stems from. My, I'm, I've been in therapy for the past year and a half. I've worked on becoming more independent and trusting of myself, especially in the last couple of months. Um, I still have a ways to go. But this is something that I have learned for myself while being a codependent person. If you're not sure what codependency is, it's, I mean, you can Google it. It's essentially just having a lack of trust in yourself and needing reassurance from other people that you are on the right track. Or if you have codependency in your relationship, the symptoms that might uh, pop up is needing constant reassurance. It's suffocating or suppressing your needs and emotions because you kind of put these people on a pedestal and you think that, you know, what you, what you're feeling isn't as important as what they are feeling. And it's basically you put their needs in front of yours. And then you also just, you have a tendency to live in the shadows of other people and allow them to um, kind of direct your life in a way. And I, I, you know, usually when you're codependent, you don't really realize that. And even, you know, when you become a mom or if you become a young mom, it's really easy to step into that codependency because you give so much of your life to your kids and you kind of lose your identity. And, you know, that's one way. Um, but I can do a whole other episode on codependency, how it happens, steps to heal from it and work on it. But I'm just going to leave that there. But being a codependent person and not having a lot of trust in myself and also up until recently being, and I mean, I am still working on this, but being so disconnected from myself, I have a tendency to want to consume as much information or answers as possible. Whatever I have an answer about, I will search endlessly for it. And at sometimes. Like I said earlier, that could be a good thing, searching for answers and getting, you know, an expert opinion, but it becomes a really bad thing when it becomes, you know, just a huge, like the main habit that you have and it almost becomes obsessive. I mean, I will listen to so many podcasts all day, literally all day long. I don't even watch TV. I will only listen to podcasts or I will listen to audiobooks or I will read, um, instead of television. And I have learned a lot, absolutely. But the problem is I have learned so many varying opinions on things that it actually confuses me even more. Have you ever felt that way? You know, when you're, the thing is not everything is black and white. Actually, most things are not black and white. There's so much gray area, but we look for a black and white answer to help us live more efficiently or to have, you know, have a better, um, 
business or to parent better or to have better relationships. We want that black and white answer. We want that final answer to know this is exactly what I need to do. But the thing is, there is no such answer. There isn't. We have to let go of that feeling. We also have to let go of the fear of making the wrong choice. Actually, a lot of good that comes out of our lives is from the things that we fail from. I can tell you right now that every single thing that I have failed from has taught me way more than anything that I succeeded in, in my business, in relationships, in everything. Every failure that I have encountered that I tried to not let happen. I was so, I can think of everything that I've failed from and I was so fearful of that happening, but every time it would happen, it was such a blessing because I grew astronomically. And that's, that's just so funny to me that we are so afraid of not having the right answer when, when we don't have what we think is the right answer and we end up with, you know, supposedly the wrong one we learn even even better with a lot you know more certainty what the right answer for us is and that's the thing that's why not everything is black and white is because we are all living different lives we are all different people we all have different needs we all have different dreams so what is best for me might not be what's best for you So even if I hear advice on TikTok or a podcast or in a book, that doesn't mean that that is the best answer. And I'm not going to figure out what that answer is until I give myself the experience of finding it presently for myself. It's so much easier to just open up our phones and find the answer, you know, in 10 seconds, what we think it is, and then to do it again and to do it again. It's so much harder to actually put ourselves out there in the real world and, and risk failing and getting hurt or losing, I don't know, money. If it's, if it has to do with your business, you know, the risk of losing something or embarrassment, that's hard, but it is the best thing that you can do for yourself. So if you have things that you want to do in your life, or, you know, you have some kind of goal, like I, like I've said multiple times, you want to grow your business. You want to start your business. You want to start a podcast. You want to parent better. You want to be the best parent that you can be. You want to find a loving, healthy, long-term relationship. I don't know what your goal is. And you see all these things on social media and you think maybe this is it, maybe this is it, maybe this is it. And over time, you become overwhelmed with with all the possibilities and all the answers and you don't know what is right for you. You don't know what's best for you and you, over time, become disconnected from yourself. Then I hope that you're hearing me clearly and I hope that maybe you start to see that sometimes stepping away from social media, stepping away from all of the possible answers is the best thing that we can do for ourselves. That's what I've been doing lately. I've been taking some short-term social media sabbaticals. And let me tell you, when you start, when you start doing that, you will find yourself wanting to pick up your phone and check Instagram or TikTok or turn on a podcast, which that's actually something that I haven't 
I'm still listening to podcasts and that is something that I'm I'm going to actually stop myself from doing. I'm going to take the next week and not listen to a single gosh darn thing or read a single book. And I'm just going to be present with myself. I'm going to stop seeking the answers. But I did step away from social media, you know, 24 hours at a time. And then I'd come back for a little bit and then step away again for another, you know, however long during the day. And you'll feel yourself want to reach for it. This is what I'll tell myself. One, I have been making it, you know, a priority to get myself out of the house. Because another thing, if you if you do struggle with this, you might be like me. You might be an introvert. You might be a homebody. You might be a little shy. You might, you know, I work from home. And it's funny, I've told so many people this, that I don't, I don't work the best when I'm at home because I'm in my comfort zone and I'm distracted by, you know, chores or I'm distracted by kids. The kids are home with me right now. And I also can slack off because I can think, you know, I'm just going to make me a meal real quick and then I'll get back to work. And then I get distracted or I pick up my phone or whatever. When I'm out in public, I work so much better because one, I want to go back home. So I'm like, I have to get all my stuff done or I'm, you know, I'm going to be stuck here and it's so uncomfortable. Two, I'm put in a place where I'm not distracted by things that I have to do because what I have to do is right in front of me. That's the only task that I have. And there's no comfort. There's no, there's nowhere for me to slack off because, you know, my work is where I'm at. So that's one tip that I have for you. The other thing that Um, I realize, you know, I won't, I will be so consumed by work or improving myself or whatever that I'll have friends ask me, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And I'll think, oh, no, 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 no. I have goals. I have to do my goals. I have to do this. I have to do this. And I will stay stuck in my house. And it is an excuse. Okay. It is an excuse. I can get into that a whole other time. But I've been telling myself, you know what, if I want to grow so badly, then I need to do things that I'm not used to doing. I'm used to sitting at home and working on myself or working on my business or whatever. I'm used to that. That's my comfort zone. But if I set days aside to say, okay, fine, I'm going to hang out with you. I'm going to go to this place and meet these people. The other thing that I've started doing for myself is putting myself in situations that would typically make me uncomfortable. Going to places where I have to introduce myself to new people, which is very difficult for me um, because I am kind of shy. And that has been, I mean, that's been incredible for my confidence. It has taught me how to communicate with people, how to be myself. It is, you know, or even if you're somebody who struggles with voicing your needs, and that's something that you want to work on, um, take yourself to a restaurant by yourself. Do this a few days a week or at the coffee shop or whatever. Challenge yourself to talk to new people. If the waitress comes by and brings you the wrong food, practice 
voicing your needs to that person because this is somebody that you don't have a connection with you don't have a relationship with there is no threat of losing them because I don't know about you but that's that's my issue when I'm not able to voice my needs again that goes back to codependency that goes back to being disconnected with yourself and that's what this practice is getting off social media being present going in public places this is going to help you to connect to yourself and have confidence in yourself to go after the things that you want that is not influenced by other people and their opinions or their moods or losing something like money in your business or that you know whatever I've gone all over all this this is just one activity that can help you practice building confidence in yourself and saying, you know what? No, I, I didn't want onions in my salad. <laughs> you know, the, I mean, that's a very small, small, small thing. But telling yourself, no, I, I did not want this. And instead of eating it and, you know, not wanting to make somebody else uncomfortable, I'm going to tell this person, hey, I didn't want onions in, in my salad. Can you please have this remade for me? And if you do that, you know, with different scenarios, it doesn't have to be you taking yourself out to eat every single day. Um, but just practice that, you know, in in different social settings. Get off of your phone. The phone is so easy. It's so easy to consume and figure out what, you know, what other people say that, that you should do or have in your life or how you should run your business or how you should voice your needs. Even, you know, that's one thing that I get stuck in on TikTok and podcasts is learning about myself. I'm going to I'm going to learn about codependency. I'm going to learn how to how to voice my needs. I'm going to learn how to have a healthy relationship. I'm going to learn all these things. I'm going to learn how to heal my childhood wounds. And that's great. It is great. There there's a time for learning. But there is a time from disconnecting from social media and connecting to yourself and learning by doing. You can consume and learn all you want but the habits are still gonna be there until you do it and not only that but like I said earlier you might learn all these things but how are you gonna know if all these different opinions how are you gonna know which one is best for you if you don't go out and practice it and even maybe fail a couple of times you know you're never gonna know what you need as an individual until you actually put it into practice. So the other thing, the last thing that I'll say that is extremely helpful for me is I will go almost every day. I now walk one to two miles without taking or without posting any pictures, first of all, on social media. And I mean, you might not even be someone that struggles with that. I am so used to being on social media because my business is on social media. I used to uh, be in direct sales. And so my presence on social media was important to, uh, you know, it was necessary for me to um, make sales. I had to put me out there for people to to become comfortable with me to then purchase products. So that is a habit of mine is, is posting everything about me or what I'm doing on social media And I've recently begun to stop doing that. And as I take these walks, instead of posting a picture of my walk, or if I'm out with friends, instead of posting a picture of me with my friends, I'll keep my phone in my pocket and I'll listen to worship music. I'll talk to God. I'll pray or I'll just walk in silence. And I will tell myself, this is for me. This is mine. This is nobody else's. This is for me. 
And by not giving parts of me to the world and keeping it for myself, that has been teaching me what I like for me. This, is, this might sound silly or it might resonate with you, but I've been learning what, do, what does Alex like without any opinions, without any influence, without sharing it with anybody else? What do I like? And that's the smallest thing that I can start with. I like the way the sun feels on me right now. I like looking at the river. I like the sunset. I like, you know, talking to God and writing down what I feel like he's telling me. These are the things that I like. And then I'll do that when I, lately I've been hanging out um, at the horse club with one of my friends um, and just being present and being with her being, you know, and then asking myself or telling myself, this is for me. This moment is for me. This is what I love. This is what I enjoy. This is for me, not for anybody else. And that helps me to connect with myself a little bit more, especially, like I said, if you struggle with codependency and you rely on the opinions of others or what others need You're figuring out what you need, what you like, what you want. When I do these walks, let me tell you, I come up with so many ideas for myself without any other opinion. For my business, I can't tell you how many ideas. So I'll have in the notes section of my phone, every time an idea pops up, I'll put it in the notes section of my phone and I have different categories. Like I have my business ideas. I have um, ways that God talks to me and anything, if I feel God saying something to me, I'll put that in that category. If I feel like I have a business idea, I'll put it in that category. And it's amazing the amount of business ideas or things that I come up for my specific business, how many of those pop up without the need of somebody else telling me what I should do. Because I'm connecting with myself. It feels like me. It feels like what I want and what I need. That's, I mean, that, that, that's really, in a nutshell, it. If you have any goal in your life, but you're becoming overwhelmed by, you know, what is the right thing to do? You, well, the right thing to do is to stop searching for the right thing to do and to just do. To just be to stop fearing failing or finding the wrong answer. There is no wrong answer. There is only answers. And you you have to play out the answers presently to find out what's right for you. So the first step is disconnecting from social media so that you can first connect with yourself. So I hope that was helpful. Um, and I will... Come back on at some point. (laughs)